So, 2020, you can finally and irrevocably fuck the fuck off. So just fuck off. Did you hear that, 2020? Fuck, fuck off. off. Fuck off. Four on the floor, ladies and gentlemen. Going to wish on. you uh, probably the last happy new year you're going to hear, right? I mean, no one's saying happy new year anymore, Rob. It's. I feel like, yeah, we're about the cutoff here. We're, we're getting close to no more of that. We're 100% in the cutoff. So this is the final happy new year that you're going to hear for the year 2021. And we're ready to kick this bad boy off with a brand new episode of a podcast about a show that doesn't have brand new episodes. Bore on the floor, ladies and gentlemen. Episode 9, Prenuptial. Is that right, Rob? Prenuptial, episode 9. That's right, yeah. Succession, no new episodes right now, but they're coming. They are coming. They are coming. We know that. It has been confirmed many times over. For those of you that are a little nervous about not seeing it or anything like that, but this is us plowing ahead. Had a little bit of a... Uh, not a little bit of a, but a pretty big hiatus, right? When was the last time we even recorded? Yeah, it? I think it was actually almost a month. Almost a month. We've been out for a month. I mean, you know, things happen, moving and shaking, but here we are. We're back at it again, and we're we're ready. Hold on. I'm having like a burp hiccup thing going on here. All right. Hang on. Hang on. Got through it, and we're ready. To, oh, it tastes like coffee. Here we go. Here Rob, we go. why don't we just, just dive right into this episode? It's a, it's a real beefy episode. It's something that I really enjoy uh, because there's such a buildup in this episode. There's so much going on. There's so much to happen. Uh, I'm a little nervous about the launch, and so is Logan. And, and you know, like, we, we want to see, see where this goes. Why don't you give us a little bit of a synopsis of this episode, and then we're going to yeah. dive right in. Yeah, let's do the penultimate episode of season one, episode nine here, prenuptial. Wait, the what episode? Uh, the penultimate. You're going to have to define that one for me because uh, I have no idea what you just said. Uh, it's just a term in the uh, TV show world. It's just the episode before the finale. Are you fucking serious? That's all it means. This entire I've never heard that word in my life. I thought never, never. Oh God, I mean, I don't it. watch a lot of television. Like, I mean, like network television. Times. I mean, I watch Yesterday. HBO stuff. I'm so sorry. But look, it's 2021. We're learning new things. That's the it. That's the, your word of the year, Don. The penultimate. Pa- the pantanonium, the panam, <laughs> pan, panorama episode of... Prenuptial. Prenuptial. Here we go. Go. Run it. Here, go. Here we go. So the Roys gather at an English castle in preparation for Shiv and Tom's wedding. Shiv believes Logan won't be present, but Logan chooses to attend to avoid the poor optics of being absent. Uh, Kendall, Roman, and Shiv reunite with their mother, Carolyn. Caroline, Carolyn, Logan's second wife. To Tom's surprise, Roman is now dating Tabitha, uh, the woman with whom Tom previously had an embarrassing sexual encounter. So hot, though. Uh, (laughs) Nate meets Tom and tells him uh, of his history with Shiv, but when Tom confronts Shiv about her infidelity, she denies it and instead asks to know about the cruises incidents he covered up. Uh, Greg later spots Shiv and Nate talking, but when he attempts to relay his suspicions to Tom the following morning, Tom attacks him. Uh, Shiv tells Jerry that she will let the cruise's scandal remain secret as long as ATN, a right-leaning news network owned by Waystar, stops slandering Evis over his wife's suicide. Evis and Logan later shake hands—actually, they don't shake uh, hands—on the truce— Kendall is told by Stewie and Sandy that their takeover of Waystar has been moved up to the day of Shiv's wedding as they would have more leverage over Logan while he's out of the country. That's right. And that and that's that's the episode right there. And what an episode it was. I really loved uh Kendall. Ken, what's the actor's name who does Kendall? What's his name? Jeremy Strong. Jeremy Strong. Especially in the scene where he's talking to his ex-wife if he just did like a bump of cocaine. Yeah. He does. Well, he this, did 120 push-ups that morning. He did 120 push-ups that morning, which obviously means he's doing all right. Yeah. And the way he looks at her in that in that scene, like it it is it is very moving. And I thought it was it was subtle. I think it can fall under a lot of people's radar there, but I just thought that scene was just so strong and so powerful. And it really spoke to him as an actor and how he's able to capture the screen. And you know, he did win that Emmy for what was it, best supporting actor? Uh, yeah, I forget if it was supporting or lead, but or, uh, yeah, or, for season he, two, he, you know, and he won it over, um, over uh, Brian Cox, who plays Logan yeah. Boy, 
And, uh, you know, in, in, in these moments where you see how he can take control of a scene where you do see his, um, you do see his metal, so to speak, now oh, that we're in England. I said England, but it's okay. What a beautiful <laughs> castle, too, right? And poor Tom Holy had to carry crap. a bag. He had to carry a bag. He had to carry a case on his wedding eve. He just picked up a bag. His mother's dying of thirst. Dying of thirst. That was Jeez. so funny. It's just, I love how this show constantly just brings you to this other world. Like, I mean, it's just, it's just oh, another, it's unbelievable. They're in this lavish Crazy. castle. Beautiful. You know, he, Tom, Tom works in hospitality, Dom, okay? He can smell bullshit. He can smell the bullshit, yep. And there they are in this beautiful castle. And, um... Tom's already upset because he has to carry a bag. I mean, he the bus couldn't come through the gate over yeah. the bridge. Story keeps changing. It can't fit. The waist too long. What is it? What's Such the a problem good, here. Oh god, it's so good. You could feel it's the. Humble. He's just he's so like nervous, excited, and just wants everything to be perfect because now he's, you know, he's bringing his family and friends into this world that he's been living in. Not you know, to mention that they bought so the wine. Yeah. Um, Even the fly guys. The fly guys. The fucking. I was just gonna say. I was so excited. And happy to see the return of the Fly Guys because we don't know if they ever made it out of that, uh, out of uh, out of that hole out there, out there. You know, like they were just left there. They're okay. They're okay. The Fly Guys have made an appearance, and it is just all tense. It's all tense. We see that. We see that um, Stewie's there with uh, with uh, uh, Kendall, and they're preparing for this bear hug. They're preparing for. Now, Rob, why don't you explain what the bear hug is to the people, since you're a, a business savant? Well, Tom, I would love to, except I'm way too stupid to understand exactly how it works. And this is how uh, we maintain our wealth. We we make it seem like we don't know what we're doing, but we know exactly what we're doing, you see? But uh, layman's terms, I mean, they're basically you know, entering the final preparations to do this hostile takeover of uh, Waystar Royco and force uh, Logan Roy out and install Kendall as uh, CEO. It is a very hostile takeover, and in the wake of this hostility will be his entire family. He's fucking over his dad. He does right. say it to Stewie. He goes, I'm killing, I'm fucking over my, my uh, uh, Shiv, Roman, Everyone. Connor, and blowing whatever's left of my dad's brains out of his head. Yeah, so he's a little jumpy. He's a, little a little jumpy, jumpy. about it, a little jumpy. But maybe we can get some of that champagne. John? John, where's John? the champagne? He goes, can we have a bottle of champagne? Thanks. God, it was just so terrible. I just even like... But the the Canadians are nervous. The Canadians are nervous. Stewie's wearing this suit. He's got the, you know, the shoes on with like the no socks or like the no show socks. And it just really completes his his fucking Weasley look to me. Like I just, this fucking guy. He is very Weasley. He is very Weasley. And, uh, you know, as brilliant as... We we talked about it before. Kendall's character and Kendall as a person in this in this realm, he seems to have he, he's elevated himself to this position. And I wanted to bring this up to you when when Logan finally decides to go to the wedding because you know there was no other way out. Right. Um, he approaches Kendall, and Kendall is not sober. I mean, he's on cocaine. He's he sure ha- having booze. <clears throat> you know he's 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 living it up and it's the first time that at least from what i can you know look at what i've perceived in the show right it's the first time that logan is like really going at like they're they're doing like a um like a joust with each other right they're doing like this yeah. dance with each other that yeah. we've never seen before cuz whenever kendall's been sober he's been very timid He's been very like trying to be by the book and stuff. Now he's like shooting from the hip against his dad, and they're riffing on each other hard. And it almost yeah, seemed as if Logan was enjoying it, big time. You don't think so? You I don't think, think he was enjoying it. No, no. I said, oh no, I said it looked like Logan was enjoying it a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. It almost looked like he was, was like, oh wow, my son is back. Almost. It seemed like it seemed as if the the drugs and the alcohol empowers Kendall to be a certain way. And I think Logan understands that and knows that sober Kendall could not be the killer that Logan is. So that's kind of like a catch-22, no? I don't see it necessarily that way. Mm -hmm. Uh, I see it more as he thinks if he's, you know, uh, 
Kendall being the way he is now, you know, maybe back on drugs and all this stuff, maybe he, uh, Logan sees as now it's easier for me to control him. Um, I mean, this is the first time I think that he's seen, they've seen each other since uh, the therapy session. Yeah. In, in Austerlitz. Family therapy. And, um, you know, he's kind of, he's like toying with him. He's like, oh, you've been on the outside. When are you going to, when are you going to stop fucking around on the outside and come back? Like, I think he sees this as an opportunity to, to have Kendall under his thumb. Not, not that he's like ready to, to, to be the man. Well, no, I, I, I agree to a certain extent, but I have to think, I have to take into account with this situation here that Kendall's rise to power, so to speak, because he was naked, he was there with his dad the whole time. If we go back, we do know that when Logan was kind of getting the feelers out there for his kids, Shiv's gone, so she's out of the picture. But we do see that he sent Roman away. He sent Roman to Miami with Frank. Like he got him out of there. He sent right. he sent Roman to this, these other areas that were way less hands on. And Kendall was the heir apparent, was right there neck and neck with his dad the whole way. And you have to take into account that his drug abuse was during that entire time. Because when we kind of pick things up, he was just kind of getting soberish. Like it, it seemed as if the the amount of time he spent in the company with his rise to power was with drugs and alcohol, even throughout college, because Stewie was his drinking buddy from college. Like this was like what they did. So the yeah. rise to Kendall's power was with the drugs and alcohol. Obviously, I guess it got a little bit too crazy for him, uh, you know, as because where we are now, he had to get sober and everything like that. But I think that his whole rise to power was paved with with cocaine and ketamine and other types of drugs, like crazy drugs. And it made him and enabled him to be someone that he truly is not. And I think Logan yeah. likes the I think he likes the killer that is Kendall on the drugs, but he can't control it. You know, obviously it went south and he had to go into recovery. Yeah, but I think, again, too, it's, you know, maybe the whole reason that Logan was okay with Kendall taking over was that in his in that state that he was in, he could make uh, Kendall the CEO or whatever, but still really run the show behind the scenes and pull the strings. Yeah, that's what's so um, good about this show. That's what's so goddamn good about this you know, show. There's just so many angles when you can look at things. When he pick up the show and he's and he's sober and he's he's talking about you know Walter and getting into all this you know internet media and he's not agreeing with his dad about TV then that's when Logan's like you know what fuck this guy he's not gonna do what I want I'm gonna get rid of him yeah definitely definitely so, that yeah so now I don't know where are we on the show here where are we I like to do a little I like to bounce around you know me yeah. So we, like I said, we talked about uh, Tom's family and stuff. We, we we do check in with with Gil, Nate, and uh, Shiv, and Gil is uh, just begging Shiv for any kind of information he can use because he's in a knife fight right now with with Logan Roy, and he's all he's got is a dildo made of American cheese. He needs something juicy. You know, when I heard that line on the show, I instantly thought to myself, I really wish. I had the brain power to come up with something as brilliant as that. I'm in a knife fight and I'm holding a dildo made of American cheese. That is so fucking hilarious and brilliant. It's a it's a hell of a piece of writing. And all, all the first every time I hear it, all I can actually I actually just picture that happening. Like I, I picture <laughs> him in a knife fight holding a dildo made of American cheese, and yeah. he's he's not gonna win. No, he's not gonna win that. No, and I love to see I love seeing this side of Gil because you know that like. You know, deep down in the in the pits of Washington D.C., which is a real place, unlike these fake um, what you call it, uh, companies that are being uh, rushed around here. This is how it works down there. It's just it's ugly, it's gritty, and here's Gil, the 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 new conscience of the prairies, so to speak, right? Mm, and right. you know, he's supposed to be this nice guy and blah blah blah, and like he's ready for a uh, all out vicious brawl to yeah. which he destroys someone. He just seems like like he's pretty calm and level headed, but level headed. But it seems like Logan is just able to get under his skin and and rattle him like no one else probably does. You have to be in order to be in politics. You have to be shrewd and you have to be you have to be brutal and like you know. There's no other way about it. And because and you're seeing it right here with the, here's this here's this guy this meek mild guy. 
a man of the people, so to speak, and and he's just ready to fucking just get into a vicious cockfight. Yeah, well, he knows he's going to have to do it because uh, otherwise Logan will will chew him up and spit him out. That's true. That's true. Logan is that powerful. Uh, so we do get uh, a glimpse of that, and that will uh, come into fruition a little later down the line. Um, and so we do see uh, Shiv now starts to ask Tom for uh, for some information on the cruise scandal, as Tom is trying to figure out, you know, should, uh, you know, Tom Roy maybe that's maybe that's that's Roy Wasgams. I don't know. Where, where should we go here? <laughs> Tom is just so sweet. He's so sweet. So sweet. And, yeah, the, uh, yeah, he gets Shiv starts needling him for the information, and he's really not sure what to, to do because you know it's it's the real bad uh, rape and murder stuff, you know, all that all that good stuff that he's not really sure uh, he should spill even to his soon to be wife. He's also seeing, you know, it, it's interesting too. Now, this is me maybe reading into the show way too much, or like, or maybe it was actually meant to be the scene where. Shiv is like, like he confronts Shiv about like her like infidelities and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you notice, like she's she her where she is and in the scene, you could see her in every mirror in the room, but you can't Ooh. see Tom. Interesting. And I think that was a subtle way of either look at you. Look at me go. Look at me go. I'm a fucking. I'm crazy. Either this is real or it's just me completely being <laughs> you know you know just being just reading into way too much. But yeah. it seems like the, the, what they were trying to convey was there's so many sides to yeah. to Shiv, you know, and you don't know which one you're going to get. Because even when she goes in to embrace Tom on the bed, you still can't see Tom, but you see her yeah, in yeah, about yeah. three mirrors that are in the room. Yeah, I mean, when we see Tom in the beginning of that scene, like we kind of, you know, everything is written all over his face. Like he is, yeah. just, he's just falling apart. Like just thinking that he's just an idiot. This wedding is a fucking sham and it's going to blow up in his face. And he's just, he doesn't know if he can go through with it. So he asks for any kind of lifeline he can get from Shiv. And I don't know if it's because we know she's lying, but her, you know, her body language in that scene is like so obvious that she's lying. <laughs> like, yeah. And either Tom's just choosing to ignore that um, which I think is probably what he's doing, you know, Absolutely. or he's just naive enough to not see the truth. And that's why I think the, the here I go again with the mirrors thing. Yeah, get in there with the mirrors. That's why I think the mirrors come into play because you see when he, when she does embrace Tom, he's like, I'll tell you what you want to know about the, about the stuff. And like, you, you wouldn't hurt me, right? Yeah. You know, and you, that's him being him. You know, that's why you don't see him in any of the mirrors because there's no other side of Tom other than right. the honesty that he puts forward. And I think that it was either really, really brilliant or maybe I'm giving them way too much credit. No, it's probably it's probably them being brilliant. I mean, and you, uh, as a sharp-eyed detective... Oh, stop sniffing it. Sniffing it out. Stop it. What if he can actually smell crime? Um, so where are we? I'm sorry. I'm, I, I bounce uh, no, around. I bounce around. We're, we're allowed to bounce around. We're in, char we're in charge here. That's right. Okay? We're that allowed right. to bounce around. But we do meet... Uh, Carolyn, we meet mom. Oh God, Kendall, Shiv, and, and Roman's mother. Hate her, I hate her. I I just love her. She's so no fucking not uh, me, man. Amazing. I right off the bat when we start before we started recording, I told you that I hated her because she has a very dramatic underbite. Oh yeah, it's there, and and, and I spent time thinking about whether it's a real underbite or she's just exaggerating it for this character. Because yeah, it's just so pronounced. It was such a it's such a British such a British way of doing it's such things. a hello governor underbite. Hello gov. And now it was interesting because I was like, who is this woman? I was like, look her up and tell me what did you say her name was again? Because uh, I was Harriet like, Walter. Yeah, I was like, let's see if she's actually British. He goes, her name is Harriet Walter. I'm like British. Yeah, trying to remember British. But in uh, no question, according to IMDb though, it says that she's English. Right. Well, I mean, British and English are like the same thing. Well, right? we know that the English are different than the British. In How do we know that? Well, it's it's the scholars scholars study it. Um, oh. So we meet her. She's got a vicious underbite. Well, it's not vicious, but to me, just, it's very noticeable. I just, I just don't know how you can hate a woman who gives us Greg the egg. <clears throat> Greg the egg. Without her, there is no Greg the egg. <clears throat> that is true. This is the birth of Greg the egg, which... 
is a fantastic nickname for our beloved Greg. Oh, it's just it's like the perfect nickname. I don't know. It's just that underbite, man. It really it really bothers. It's a very Kira Knightly underbite type thing. She talking with sure. her te- with her teeth. Right. You know, if you got it, flaunt it. I guess if you're English, you know, if you got those chompers, you might as well use them. But there she is, yeah. you Somewhere. know, putting her best tooth forward, and yeah. um, you know, and and she is she is very elegant yes. with how she operates. And yes, I'll give yes. her that. I do think she does play the role very well. She but, sure um, does. But I keep looking at the the, the underbite. You gotta you gotta just let it go. I man. can't do that. Let it go. I can't do that. Well, also, as we as we meet her, we also uh, learn that Roman has a date. Uh, yeah, Tabitha, Tabitha, who we met at Tom's bachelor party. That's right. Uh, as she blew Tom and yeah. deposited his own semen back into his mouth which technically means that he didn't cheat technically because he kept everything right didn't he say right. that right as closed loop sperm system the closed loop sperm system obviously <laughs> um but yeah very interesting thing here that we see now do you think roman did that because he was genuinely interested in her or do you think he was just trying to be i think he just funny. loves having this upper hand or like thing over people i, I can't i don't think he's generally interested in any person so I, I i can't see that being a reason i think he just always wants to have fun have yeah, devilish 100%, 100%. fun yeah you know it'd be fun if i took this chick who uh <laughs> blew tom and put his comeback in his mouth i took her to my sister's his wedding yeah. that'd be fucking hilarious who jerks off on a window and then does this this guy does and it's interesting because it's like i guess if and I think again, it's it's just a window into this world that is just so far away. Like everyone has in their group of friends or people that you know that you got a practical joker that's there, right? And he'll yeah. do some crazy shit. Like I don't know, you know, people who put like fucking saran wrap on a toilet and then people go pee in it. The pee goes everywhere. Yeah. Oh my god, that's crazy. That that's what you would be used to if you're a normal human being. This guy, right. this guy takes it to the next level. Yeah, maybe like three levels further. Yeah, maybe a whole generational uh, yeah. level. Like it's it's really interesting and fun. And I, Tom, I, I, Tom's yeah. Tom's trying to keep it together. Greg is freaking out, acting like an unsophisticated rube about it. <laughs> you know, yeah, not very not very weddingy. Not very weddingy. Love Tom. <laughs> I love the their interactions. It's just so fantastic. I am also like during this episode, I am just like. I, the amount of people that are there, the wine of, you know, letting everyone know that the parents paid know, for it. Do you know who, where the wine come from? Do you, are you, do you know? <laughs> it's, I haven't know, heard. I was sitting here and I'm watching it and they're like, oh my God, the wine is so good. And it's just like, these people are so filthy fucking rich. Like, I bet you every wine I've ever had in my, my life is just dog shit. Compared to whatever they're drinking, like I, I mean, I'm always like I, I don't, I don't think I'm a very sophisticated human being. I mean, I do notice mirrors, but I yeah. never thought I, I, like I was like, I wonder what that wine actually tastes like, and if I ever tasted I it, would I never be able to go back to I don't know, fucking yellowtail or something? <laughs> Maybe I'm like I'm so bad with wine, man. I can't, I can barely taste the difference between red and white wine. Yeah, because uh, we're we're a bunch of fucking rubes, bro. Unsophisticated rubes. Unsophisticated rubes. We are the people. We are Greg when he got his like first paycheck and wanted to go get the ranch pizza. What what kind? Of, he's like, oh, you California Pizza Kitchen. California Pizza Kitchen is delicious. And Tom laughed at him <laughs> and said, "You don't know what delicious is." Oh man, we don't know what delicious is, man. We don't know. No, we don't. So we know where the wine comes from, though. And I was just enamored by the the. The whole setting of this episode is really fantastic. Like, I just love the castle. I Jesus. love I love how everything looks, the amount of people. You know, it's been so long since I've been to a wedding, and I love weddings, right? Oh, me too. And now, too. like, you get, you get a, and I know, obviously, this is completely unintentional, but everything with the COVID thing that's going on here, I just felt so wrapped up because I had my headphones on. Like, I got these, the, the Apple Pros. Oh, look at you. Yeah, I got the AirPod Pros. Thank you. I don't even know what that means, actually. Well, all I know is that they they sound really fucking good, and I felt like I was goddamn it. I felt I felt like I was there. I tasted the wine. It was it was excellent. It was it excellent? Now you now you know. I do know because I am that I am that person. I am I am now part of the elites. Dom uh, Roy. Dom Roy. That's right. 
That sounds actually like a like a like a, a like a a person, doesn't it? It could be a person. Could be. We'll look it up later. So anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm going oh, off tangent please. here. Go go go. We um check in with Connor and Willa. Uh, they're having a friendly chat with the priest. Uh, Connor doesn't do anything. Oh yeah, that was so cringy. Devastating. I what guess, does he say? You know, th- what does he say that Willa, he's about to do? Willa doesn't consider safeguarding thirty thousand acres of wilderness uh, anything, or being on the verge of setting up a podcast on Napoleonic history with very interested investors. That is so funny, and it's just great how I just I just love the term the verge of setting up. So it's not like, there yet. <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> you're almost to the point where you're gonna start figuring it out. And it's so funny how. Like Connor always does this Napoleon thing. Like Auschwitz was like from Napoleon. He's always talking about Napoleon. It's it's just hilarious to me. Obsessed. How they keep it going. Um. Yeah. So that's uh, <laughs> classic Connor right there. Yeah. Um. And I think important to uh, mention when when uh, Stewie and and Kendall were talking earlier in the in the pub. Uh, Stewie told Kendall, "Listen, don't." leak this out to anybody oh don't yeah very to, important don't talk to frank oh this because because he go. floated out that some of the canadian investors they're working with are nervous about kendall being the ceo and he's like listen don't worry it's normal bullshit like it, you're we're not doing anything without you so like just relax we're gonna get through this yeah so of course uh kendall goes and talks to frank about how the canadian people investors uh feel feel about him yeah and fucking leaks it, and this is going to come back to bite him in the ass, you know, tenfold. You know, this is another great thing about this show is the multiple stories that are going on in it. Like, we were just talking for about 15 minutes about the wedding and the decor and the wine, and meanwhile, underlying in this whole entire thing is this hostile takeover bear hug. Yeah, it's a little hostile takeover, no big deal. And, yeah, no big deal. And it's just it's just such a, it, it just hangs over the the whole narrative of what's going on and it especially kicks up a notch when they say that they want to do it that weekend since Logan's outside of the country but yeah. we do find out something very important about Kendall when he does ask Frank about the Canadians and can you share that with our listeners here can you remind them I can yes this is please crucial, remind them what happened crucial piece of information here yeah uh the Canadian investors would sometimes when Kendall wasn't around mm mm-hmm. Refer to him, yeah, as the calamari cock ring. Now, the calamari cock ring. <laughs> Frank's not even sure what it means. And what does Kendall say? He's like, uh, obviously, uh, it's a cock <laughs> ring for for a squid or something. Well, I think what it means is that they they think that I'm a cock ring made up of uh, calamari. Frank, what can this <laughs> possibly mean? How do you? And again. We, this is the second line that absolutely floors me this episode when you have the dildo made of American cheese and you have the calamari cock ring. Here, here's, I got a question for you real quick. Better nickname, calamari uh, cock ring or Greg the Egg? Better, better as in, okay, if I walk into a party, like a house <laughs> party, and like people are playing beer pong, and I, they turn like, calamari cock ring! Like, I think... <laughs> I think I would like that a lot better than Greg the Egg. Like, <laughs> like if I'm, you know what I mean? It's situational. Yeah. I'd be great. I, I, like, I agree if, with you. If I walk into a quiet, like, we're going to play For some, for some reason, night. I'd be insulted more being compared to an egg than a calamari cock ring. It's just, first of all, there is no way to determine what it means. There's no way to do that. <laughs> right? And then, you know, like, like I said, if I was walking in to a, a situation where it's like, five six people were going to play monopoly i'll be greg yeah. the egg then but right. if people are drinking and raging i'm i'm fuck i'm the calamari cock ring let's go that's right fuck it do you think what they mean is <laughs> let's try to let's try to maybe break this down briefly yeah, i actually to, have, like no idea what <laughs> what they're actually trying to say if you could so so we is it have just to like go ahead is it just meaning like he's just is it like he's just useless? Like a, like I'm assuming a calamari cock ring is also useless. I would think I that's where I was gonna go because if we break this down, a cock ring, right? It usually rests on the base, and it also I think incorporates the balls. I'll make sure to put uh, uh, explicit on this uh, episode. Before. Are you how how familiar are you with cock rings? I've never cock ringed, 
I've never I've never done it, but I know that uh, I mean obviously we've seen pornographies where there are where they have been used, but it's it's like you have to have like it's it straps you it straps you. Now is the cal- of, is the calamari raw? Is it fried? Like what are we talking? About? I'm assuming that in order for first of all calamari is not calamari unless it's cooked. It's, it's squid, right? So once you cook the squid, it becomes calamari. You understand? Is that is that true? Um, yeah, it is. Yeah, I just made it true. Okay, I just made that true because Great. you know. So so now you were like, if we've all had calamari, now we've not all of us have experience with cock rings, <laughs> but uh, oh hi honey, my wife just walked. Uh, so so um, now when you ha- when you have calamari, it's it's very easy to to break it apart. So I'm assuming yeah. that he's he what you alluded to with him being useless is yeah. what he's not going to get the job done if he if he's if it, if if the if the cock ring can't stay whole then obviously right. it's not going to work so I think that's why now I mean let me tell you credit to the Canadians calling him the calamari really cock ring that's amazing oh, what a fucking name what a name unbelievable so now so now obviously we but, do we do find out he he chats it up to to, to Frank and yeah, so now Frank knows something. Frank's automatically you know, maybe you, there's some room to wet the beak of an old pal here too. <laughs> Frank, <laughs> Jesus Christ! And then we see Frank talking to to Jerry. God only knows yeah. he has and to be telling. It's very possible they're not actually talking about anything. But Kendall is so fucking paranoid, especially now that he's coked up. Yeah, coked up and, and stuff. And he sees Frank after he obviously leaks this to Frank. He sees Frank talking to anyone. He's gonna just you know. Red flag there. Flip his lid. He's gonna lose it, yeah, for sure. And then he, we we do see that happening there with him. And um, <clears throat> where are we now? So we got we got uh, that going on here. Yeah. So after the calamari cock ring, uh, we go to the the meeting with Logan and his uh, associates as they try to figure out how to play this not going to the wedding thing. And they decide, or Logan obviously decides, there's no way out of this. I have to fucking go to this wedding. Nothing. There's no way to spin it. Where I don't go to this wedding and I don't look like a piece of shit. Really cool uh, scene too, because you see Logan working through all of his options. Right. I just I just like to see him operate that way because it's 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 very Logan. Illness to, illness is weak. Yeah, can't do that. Then she's weak. It's funny how he is worrying about like how she's perceived through this too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you do have it's to all... realize it's all a general persona. Yeah, it's the Roy family. You know, the Roy family needs to be seen as a, a beacon. Yeah. Just a beacon, a beacon. That's right. And uh, so he obviously finds out, he obviously runs it through and, and realizes that he has no choice. He has to go. Yeah. So he, he has to go. He's, he gets it. He, he sends word that he's coming. And news spreads fast at the, at the, I guess it's a rehearsal dinner, I guess is what they're, what they're doing yeah, right now, they're basically. Kind of gathering around and I, you know, it's the wedding eve, and uh, what you call it? You see, you you do see that um, Tom. Caroline, it, t- well, Caroline Tom refers to Marsha as the head of Middle Eastern operations. Yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> Another good nickname. This is a great episode for nicknames. Yeah, it's really good. Tom, you could see is still, um, in awe of Logan's power, even though he said he wasn't with the gift that he gave him uh, yeah. earlier on. But um, he's like, well, he he did pay for this. You know, you he know, did what, pay. So it's, it's interesting because Logan feels forced into going and they all feel forced into accepting him. Like they all, everyone feels that like they don't have a choice here. That's right. No one has, a, no one has a choice. And then they're right. kind of forced into this. And, and so now Kendall hears that, that Logan's he's like, he's, he's coming, he's coming here. I mean, this is your wedding. You could say no, right? You, you could have an, so he's freaking out because he doesn't want to be near his dad. Well, is this about the launch? Does he think, is he worried about the launch? He, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure Roman, he's thinking about that 24 seven. Like, it's the launch. It must be the launch. It's just so funny because, you know, even in that scene right there with with uh, uh, Roman freaking out about the launch, it just, <laughs> does, it he just know, does he know I accelerated? Is that what this is? About? It just shows you. It shows you over and over again how right that Logan was about all of his fucking kids. Right. Like, look right. at how really the fucking launch, Roman. Like, you really think that's what? <laughs> why he's gonna come all the way to England? So stupid! Oh my god, unbelievable! So now they're all on. Uh, they're all on. Um, on edge now because he, you yeah, know, he's coming in, and uh, you well, know, but, he, and we go into the wonderful scene of of Shiv 
talking to Tabitha while while Tom is meeting Nate. Oh yes, yes. Walk us through that. Like, how did you? Um... It's just well, well, you know, Nate uh, congratulates Tom on on being the better man and having won the the shiv off. Yeah, that was so crazy. <laughs> and Tom has no idea what he's talking about. Exactly, he has no, no idea. Doesn't know who this guy is. Doesn't know what he's talking about. Uh, goes through his like, I guess, mental rolodex and is like, "Oh, I get. Are you your your Kendall's friend?" He's like, "Yeah, so I yeah, guess yeah." This, I was I think Kendall's this, friend. Yeah, I think this is the first time that we're told that him and Kendall are are friends actually too, and that's I guess how him and Shiv uh, met. I'm assuming. Yeah, 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 yeah. That could be. Yeah, that could be a connection there for sure. Because we see later too that that Nate like grabs Kendall and is like, "Oh, come meet, come meet Senator Evis." So I guess they are, you know, that's that's legit. They are friends from some point in their lives. Um, but uh, yeah, they go through it. Tom is, you know, figuring out that this guy used to date Shiv, and he's like, "Oh yeah, oh best man won. Yeah, oh I get it. Yes." And Nate's like, oh, "I guess maybe. I guess maybe not." Yeah, exactly. But, uh, so Tom, this is what gets Tom's fucking you know gears turning because. Shiv goes and and interrupts because she's freaking out just watching them talk and and she kind of grabs Nate and they go off and he sees Nate try to I guess put her hand on her back and she slaps it away and he's like what the fuck is going on right now? Can we talk about um, Shiv's dump truck of an ass in this episode? Do you, you want? I mean, what do you want? You want to talk about it? Yeah, it's a dump truck of an ass. It's wonderful. She's got a hiney. Like I mean, you know, you don't see it in a lot of the episodes, but here, I mean, I don't know if it was the lighting or the tight dress, but. Badonkadonk. Yeah, it's uh, it's there. It's fantastic. It's a nice hiney. So, to what's her? What's the actress's name? Uh, Sarah Snook. Sarah Snook, you got it. You've got it. <laughs> you got it. Seal of approval. I mean, this is terrible. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure we're gonna get. If we get canceled, that's gonna be great for us. Yeah, getting canceled is awesome. Getting canceled gets your name on the map. So bring it on, all of you feminists out there. God, I'm just inviting so much heat that's unnecessary. Yeah, look, what are you doing? Go back to the mirrors, man. You know, there's so many sides of Shiv and that <laughs> ass that we get to see in the mirrors. <laughs> oh, God. oh, my God. This is where we actually go. This goes right into the mirror scene. That's um, right. We've already talked about that at length. We talked about that. Uh, we see Carolyn going around the, the party asking everyone how long they give it. Yeah, that's uh, just not good. You think she was a little drunk? Is that why she was doing that? I think, think she's a little drunk. This is maybe kind of uh, maybe where Roman gets a little bit of his like playfulness and like oh, maybe good she idea. Just, you know, she, she's just trying to fuck around and have some fun. You know, I never thought of that. That's actually a really keen observation you had there. Hey. Not as keen as the mirrors, obviously. No, not as good as the mirrors. No, 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 no obviously no. I wouldn't. Obviously I wouldn't. No. Uh, yeah, no, no, absolutely not. But uh, she asked. But, she yeah. asked Greg about it, how long he gives it, and he's like, "Oh, is there uh, is there doubt a, a foot?" God, I love Greg. Foot? God, I love Greg so much. <laughs> He's such a brilliant character, man. Ugh. Ugh, just wonderful. Love him. So that's happening, and then Logan arrives, and uh, in his whirly bird. Yeah, we talked about how he um, approaches Kendall. He talks to Shiv, and they have a kind of back and forth about. Oh, I guess you know you weren't invited, so I'll have to get see if there's anything for you. And Marsha has a little well i think the people who pay are supposed to be able to be invited or something and marsh is so good in these situations shiv is just right back though she was right back oh i didn't realize you uh contributed marsha i thought you know this is just my dad but i guess uh oh yeah thank you actually so, so great fun. love the back and forth so we see logan meets gill yep that's they run into right each other. logan meeting gill so that's fun uh everyone is kind of at each other's throat here uh, Shiv threatens Logan. Marsha threatens Shiv. It's just a fucking. It's almost like mess. It's, it's it's crazy how Logan walks in, and the whole room, of course, is just absolutely enamored by him because he is that captivating of a figure. I mean, the guy is yeah. bigger than Jesus Christ, and to, to, to like to these people. Well, it's just like uh, Carolyn said. Actually, it's you know it's quite good. You uh, you being the second most important person at your wedding. Very good. Very British of you. Rob, I like the little accent you put on there. Yeah, I mean, I'm like 15% British. Really? Mm-hmm. Congrats on that. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It must feel good. Yeah, it does feel good. It must feel very refined. It does. I thought so. But it's great it how he, he lands. Everyone is, is completely just, you know, in awe of him. 
And also the whole room hates him, no matter who he talks to. Yeah. yeah. And he loves it. He relishes in it. Is relishing yeah, he, the right he, word? He loves he loves being the center of attention. He loves being the bad guy. You know, he just he eats it up. There is a degree up. of narcissism there that is just palpable, and you can see it. And he is just so good at just talking, like just shit talking everybody. Yeah, but and I uh, love Shiv, Shiv drops a little bit of a bomb on him. Let's lets him know that she knows about the cruise situation uh, since Tom spilled the beans, and uh, Logan at the end of this interaction tells her that somebody will be in touch, which I assume is Jerry. Is that who he said? Yeah, that's that's what happens later. Yeah, it's, it ends up being Jerry. Yeah, at the schnooker table. Sh- schno- you know snooker, right? Because you're British. Of course, of yeah. course. Great game. Tom, can you can you pause us real quick? Oh yeah, sure, no problem. Hold on one second, and we're back, unpaused, ready to go. <clears throat> Where were we though? Where were we? So, uh, yeah. So, Logan uh, tells Shiv, "Someone's gonna be in touch. We're gonna let's." Oh yeah, I see yeah. You, you have this crew situation. Let's we'll we'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah, it's a big liability for Logan. Obviously, he he tries to play dumb. He's like, what are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. And uh, obviously, this is a pretty big deal uh, for the company. Because even like, I mean, Tom was even like really, really upset about it. As we know, it was really weighing heavy on him. He took it extremely yeah, well, personally. He, he felt, you know, he his his jo- his life was at risk. His job was at risk. He might yep. be the scapegoat, you know. That's right. And he obviously didn't want that. Yeah, that's right. Um. So Shiv... Oh, well, Roman and Tabitha talk quickly about how they never have sex, which Roman denies. She goes, well, you jerked off, like, near me once. Yeah, just another seed here about Roman's weird sexual tendencies. Well, I mean, weird uh, everything. I mean, we we did yeah. witness him whack off on a window. And then, um, you know, he's not he's not in any way sexually advancing towards this, this blonde chick. And it's just a little weird... Yeah, and his last girlfriend had said the same thing to him too, right? About how they like have sex once every I forget what, what six months or yeah, something stupid like it's that. It's a weird thing, yeah. <clears throat> so it's clearly some weird stuff going on with Roman. Definitely weird stuff going on with Roman for sure. We and, know that. Uh, and then we get into kind of the the crux of the takeover stuff, you know. Um, Great scenes here. Stewie tells Kendall, we got to accelerate, you know, because you fucking leaked to Frank, which I told you not to. Well, wait a minute. No, and, he, uh, Stewie is such a shithead. And like, it's just so funny. Kendall knows how much of a piece of shit Stewie is, yet he still goes along with him. I, I don't understand that. I don't understand how you know this guy's a piece of shit and you still go along with him. So he's like, we got Sandy on the line. He goes, what's no. this about? Can you tell me? He goes, I'd rather Sandy tell you. He's right. like, just tell me what's going on. He goes, uh, hold, you know, he's going to tell you in a second. I got him right here. Like, just, and he goes, you're such a piece of shit. Like, tell me. And then obviously what had happened was he chirped to Frank and a reporter. I mean, Frank's a, a bit of a scumbag too, right? Because he, he was right. just, he just let the cat out of the bag. Right. So now a reporter knows, according to, well, this is from Sandy, uh, saying. You can't, can't make uh, you an know, omelet without also, breaking a few dicks. You know? Yeah, you can't make an omelet without breaking Also. Uh, do, did you ever take it to the account that maybe Frank didn't say anything and that they just thought that they could, they could, they could just do Because he doesn't say, like, Frank went to a reporter, does he? He just says a reporter knows something. Yeah, but, I mean, to me, it's clear that Frank, how else would a reporter know anything unless they're just lying? I think, what I if mean, they're lying? That's what I'm saying. What if they're just lying to Kendall? Also, pop. maybe they're just like, hey, this guy's in... in in England right now, we we got a strike. Let's tell Kendall it's because of this. Yeah, we can pop them right now. We're gonna say they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna ruin it. They're gonna kibosh it with their reporting if we don't do something right now. I mean, they could be lying. That's all I'm gonna say is that they could be lying. I, yeah, I mean, course. it's not a huge deal in terms of the plot and stuff like that. But you know, it's just something that I thought of. Like, what if they're just squeezing them? You know, because he Kendall Possible. Kendall gets fucked around with everybody. Like everybody fucks with him. Yeah, so he's worried. Obviously, he doesn't want to lay this hostile takeover news down while his dad is in the room with him. He he was kind of hoping he could do this and be in the background somewhere and not have to deal with the consequences. That and now it's gonna, you know, he's got to do it and he's got to go through and try to stick the knife instead of in his dad's back. He's got to stick it right, you know, in his belly, right in the gut, right in the gullet. Mm. 
So now we see we see Kendall and Shiv and Roman at the secret yeah, they, place. They're going to go smoke a J. At the boat, Kendall kind of has a moment where he like looks at them and he's like, I'm happy for you, man. I'm happy yeah, for you, have, too. And then Roman, real... with his pretension, he's like, yeah, you know, it must be really hard for you to you know, see everything from the outside while I'm doing really big shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just a launch. I mean, they do. They have this nice, like, actual family moment, though, which you don't, almost never see. That's true. The hug and everything like that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, how does this thing wrap up? Because I, I, I can't, I, I mean, yeah, I just so, saw We're but... pretty much done here. I mean, the only things that happen really now is the Tom and Greg fight. Which uh, is hilarious. Which, you know, Greg tries to tell Tom he thinks Shiv might be messing around with him. And Tom just, at this point, is like, no, I'm just refusing to believe it. And I don't want to hear it. If you don't stop talking, I'm going to fucking slap you. Which, you know, he does. Yeah, they have and a little then, scuffle. And then Gil and Logan, you know, make a truce. They make their deal. Which is also really an interesting um, an interesting scene. Hearing the, th- like, the dialogue there is just really fantastic. Which I really just love throughout the show. They have some really great dialogue between these characters and everything like that. And then um, and then we I think we close out the episode with uh, Kendall kind of coming to terms with what he's doing. When yeah, he's talking he's, it out. He's got a he knows he has to do it now. So he's trying to get himself in the in the right mindset to uh, sink sink Logan, which is a very Logan move that he's doing. Yeah, that's true. That is true. It's ruthless. Earlier on in the show, we remembered that Roman had said that the only way that you can do this is if you kill him. And, and, you know, and and he wouldn't want it any other way. And it's funny because Logan created this situation. He created this this monster, so to speak, in terms of like when I say monster, like Kendall's not a monster, but the idea of what needs to be done to overcome Logan has to yeah. be cutthroat and has to be monsterly. So, but that doesn't mean he's going to go down without a fight. Oh, he won't. He won't. He will not stop fighting until the bitter end. We know that. Like Kendall says it, and it, it's true. We we we've noticed that with Logan. He's just he's relentless with what he wants, even when it comes to the president of the United States. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I had a hard time with this. Uh, who do you think? wins this episode oh man this is actually a really tough one because uh, it feels like to me that like everyone kind of loses like i don't No, someone won here hold on let me let me go through it here someone has won like is it sandy mm. uh, everyone's kind of got everyone's kind of dirty out of this episode someone had to have won Gil makes the deal with Logan, but that's not necessarily a win for either one of them. Shiv, yeah, they both they... Shiv has to capitulate because, you know, you can't keep your father out. So yeah, she loses there too. Kendall Kendall doesn't necessarily win anything because um because he now has to speed up the thing. Yeah, who wins this one? Rob? It's I don't know. I, I put two I put two characters down with question marks because like I, I just to have someone like one was caroline just because to me she was underbite and all just delightful <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah so many so many good jabs clever how they're letting everyone know they they bought the wine oh you know what i think tom's parents won because they they tom's nailed parents. it with the, yeah they nailed it with the wine they wow. absolutely knocked okay. it out of the park with the wine so they're the winners yeah. of this episode it doesn't matter sure. if they were bragging about it doesn't matter if they were bragging why about not it. fuck it they're in an english castle Drinking their the own wine, wine, enjoying everything else. Everyone loved the wine. Tom's parents win. Do we have a fuck off counter? Hell yeah, we have a fuck off counter. Fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off. All right, let's yeah, hear got, it, Rob. Uh, I got five fuck offs in this episode. Five. Uh, Marsha tells Shiv to fuck off when nice. they're having their little tete-a-tete on the stage. Can you do it in her accent though? Go. I don't. I don't. I cannot because I don't. Because right. you would. Na- you nailed the. Is. You nailed the British accent. Okay, go ahead. Keep going. Uh, Kendall tells Stewie to fuck off when when he's trying to get Sandy on the phone here to to speed up this take over. Uh, yeah. t- That's right. Uh, Roman lets a fuck off out on the on the sibling boat trip. Yes, he does. Yeah. Uh, uh, 
Kendall does another one uh, while they're going over the, the plan of the takeover. And then Jerry drops a fuck off to Shiv as Shiv is demanding uh, that they back off of Gil. And Jerry, yeah, Jerry's the godmother. The godmother. Godmother Jerry. Fuck so off. On the season, season long counter now. Uh, Logan is at 11 in the lead. Kendall jumped back into contention. Now he's at nine. Pretty good. Uh, Shiv and Roman have four apiece. Tom has two, and then we have a whole bunch of characters with one. So a flagrant. That's uh, the others. The others. Others. Miscellaneous. Hey Rob, you know what I gotta say to you? Man, is it gonna be fuck off? Fuck off. Yeah, that was it for the fuck offs of the week. I think it was really fantastic. Yeah. And the next the next episode we have is the season finale. The season finale. Oh, what a fucking episode that's gonna be. Oh my god, I can't wait. I mean, I I I've already confessed several times. I've watched the show a couple times. Uh, you know, you said you've been stopping as we go along, but I I powered right through. Okay, I am really excited. I really hope we get to do it timely. Yeah, right? we'll try to get this done pretty pretty quickly. Expert, maybe that could be our New Year's resolution to get this thing done right. Because I yeah. I've been I've been I've been it's it's been me. It's been me. Listen, Rob. listen, we've had you know it's been Christmas and New Year's and scheduling and whatever. We'll figure it out. I gotta put together furnitures. Hate it. No one likes doing that. But Rob, I want to thank you for joining me remotely again because of the COVID and everything like that. Remotely. So Rob, thank you. Anything you want to say to everybody out there? Uh, fuck off. Fuck off. We're going to catch you next week for the season finale. Bore on the Floor Episode 9. Wrapping it up right now. Can't wait for next week. Deep coverage. Deep diving the coverage. You can find us on Instagram, right, Rob? What is it? Bore on the Floor Podcast? At Bore on the Floor Podcast. Uh, we're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We're on Luminary. Uh, listen, rate, review. We love you. Yeah, share it. Share it with people who watch the show. Share it with people who don't watch the show and give them something to watch. That's what it's all about. This is the best Everyone's companion. Everyone's looking podcast. for something to watch. Everyone's know? looking for something to watch. Watch the session. Trust us. Okay. That's what we say. If you're listening right now, you have been watching and you know that it's really great. Thank you all for joining us, Rob. Take care, man. Love you, Dom. All right. Take care, brother. <laughs>